This isn't an end of an era. It's the beginning of a beautiful new chapter. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow night. It's the afternoon with Josh and Ken. It's still a look at a serious world. Doesn't matter when you listen, Ken. It's always the afternoon. That's right. It is. Uh, Ken and Josh here with you guys for episode 79 of the show. And that's an interesting uh, number. There's no significance in the pop culture world or the sexual pop culture world. But uh, it's going to be interesting for us because next week... It's going to be the start of the afternoons with Josh and Ken crossed out Amanda over the Josh uh, while Josh goes on his new adventure. Josh, nay, Amanda. Amanda. But Josh will be back when he can. Yep. Uh, he's got uh, a rough shooting schedule for his secret, secret project yeah. we're all really happy about. I leave. Uh, so, yeah, again, we were going to do a pre-tape. <laughs> Typical with, afternoons fast. Yeah, yeah. So we were like, all right, we'll record one main episode, then we'll yeah. do a pre-tape, which gives Amanda like a little bit of time. And then Ken was like, so uh, I sold the Kansas City Royals. <laughs> And I'm currently in the midst of purchasing the Cleveland Indians yep. uh, in order to sell the Cleveland Indians and eventually get to the Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm yes, just right. going east. Yes. And uh, so we can only do the main episode this week. But I, I did tweet you yeah. guys and I said, send us some questions. Send us some questions. So, um, so technically, pre- we always usually tape four days before Friday's release. So right. it's a pre-tape. It's a pre-tape. So we will answer your questions. We do have some phone calls. Uh, but next week. Yeah. Next, next. week. Can week. next week's episode a yeah. week from a week from when you're listening right now right now one full week seven days yes. will be the first co-hosted episode with my wife my lovely yes. wife Miss Amanda McCuga. And that weekend, Ken, yeah. you're going to be in Washington, D.C. with Mark Ellis. Yeah, I'm flying out on a red eye flight, and it's possible. Yeah, depending on shoot schedule, I might be Ooh. able to come in for the day. Yeah, maybe I'll take the train across to Washington D.C. from Ooh, New York. All right, and uh, pop in, do some comedy with you guys, yes. and, and then get out. I love this. Uh, that's great to hear. I'm traveling with Christian Ruvakaba. Oh, uh, who's going to be filming a lot of the events? No way. So we've never been to DC. We're going to have fun, and it'd be great if we see your face. You know, um, it'd be great is when you're filming your secret program. If you and Mark are like by the reflecting pool, yeah, and then I show up on the stairs, and you come <laughs> running through like Forest, Forest. <laughs> Sir, get out of the Ta-da! pool. Yeah. Sir, you, how did Cougar get arrested? Yeah. Well, he ran into he the ran, reflecting he's pool. He's reenacting some uh, yeah, yeah. wonderful stuff. Yeah, that's... Oh, my gosh. I just... Yeah. Oh, but that's an indigestion. I don't feel good. <laughs> really? I really don't feel good today. Oh, no. And I have to do... Well, now one less show. I have to... After this, have a big call, uh-huh. which is why we kind of... Our schedule got messed Is it up. finally that call with Verizon to tell them? Yes. You've made the switch. I've made the switch. And then I have to go shoot something in Northridge tonight. Ooh. I have to write my baseball column. Oh, I have to, and I'm not complaining. I'm actually having a great week. I got I got kind of like sick through all this. Like I'm fine, yeah. but it's my body's weak, and I'm you, that's what you hear in my throat. I sometimes I just get a real bad case of the yawns. You know when you get a case of the yawns and you can't stop it. Oh, it's me every and not Jan the German name. Not Jan Gomes, the Nationals catcher. Correct. No, like the yawns with the Y. You wise, yeah, big, contagious ones. Correct. And I, on the way over here, I was like, God, I got a case of the yawns. Case Ken's going to catch me. And I don't know if you ever catch me on like Collider Live or if you've caught me on this show before, but ones that are on camera when I try and swallow the yawns, I'm like. <laughs> if you listen closely to most Four Center episodes, <laughs> you hear me going, I love Luke Skywalker because I'm yawning. And I, I'm, over the summer, I, I had a doctor's appointment, get some blood tests, and everything came back okay. Cholesterol, a little high. Okay. I can manage it. Okay. A little less donuts in the morning, you know, that kind of thing. Um, sure, cardio. Sure, sure. But yeah. he said, hey, your blood cell count's low. And 
I was talking to a friend and they're like, well, general, yeah. you'd like your, isn't there multiple different kinds of blood cells? I don't know what it is. Their blood cell count low. And then someone's like, well, yeah, your blood needs more oxygen. I'm like, do you think that's why I'm yawning? I know it's the brain and something <laughs> like that. But then I'm like, do you think that's why I'm yawning all the Lack time? Lack of oxygen. Maybe. Maybe that's why I get winded my whole life. <laughs> I, I ran around third once in a practice in little league thing. And, and I, I came home, you know, yeah. and I, everything was fine. And the coach pulls me aside. And he's like, Are you okay? Do you have like asthma stuff? And I was like, not that I know of. And he's like, Okay. You should. Oh, that's good. Somebody get in for knapsack. Yeah, you can't put, run. Put him on the bench. Yeah, put him on the bench. Didn't tell me. Didn't like go see a doctor or anything. Didn't yeah. tell my parents. It's just like, you sure? Yeah. No, you don't have like an inhaler. <laughs> no, I have a baseball bat. You, but like, you're sure you don't have asthma. <laughs> All right, he might die. Hey, get him in. Uh, put him on the bench. Speaking of people dying, sort of. I don't know. This is kind of dark. <laughs> uh, did you see? I saw this this thing today uh, that in India right now they've declared a state of emergency. I think in Bombay or maybe it's in uh -oh. Delhi because uh -huh. the air pollution is so bad. Oh no! There's been some kind of a weather phenomenon from car exhaust and like dust because you're in okay. India. It doesn't ever seem like they have a paved road over there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, every time you every time they see here's the thing, and I don't want to offend yeah. any I Indian probably viewers in the did. audience. I did, but every time they show India on. The United States or the movies here or anything yeah. like that. It always just makes India look like you're still driving on dirt roads. Right. Like everything is dirty. It's the perception it's that they're... We've been given as people. Yeah. I've never been to India, so I don't know. I know people who have, and I, one of my friend's wife, wife is from India. Okay. So he goes back a lot. Got it. So I've heard good, I've heard good and like any part of area, bad things. Yeah. But here's, you want to know what India really looks like. Go watch haircutting videos. Uh, big, big street vendor haircut industry over there. What do you mean? Just, you want a haircut? Side of the road. There's a guy. Huh. Pink collared shirt, mustache, hair clipping kit right there. Do you up. Like 20 rupees there. And there's a whole YouTube sub subculture on it. I'm telling you. And then you get a sense, right? then you get a sense of what the streets are actually like. Cause you, man, I'll tell you what, you find some interesting stuff on YouTube. We've been over this. What's that one guy that mm. you like? It's like haircut Harry. Yeah. So haircut Harry did go to India and, uh, there was a fan. He just died this last year. He was haircut Harry did. The, no, not, yeah. uh, there's a guy called the cosmic barber, okay. uh, Baba Shan, I believe his name was. Yeah. And he would do this stuff. Um, you know, in his little like tiny, tiny shop, no bigger than like our podcast table. Okay. He'd come in there and he, and he does like a massage and he does all the stuff where he's like, he goes, <laughs> and he like reaches his hand in the air and like clears your cosmic energy. And he like massages your hair real rough, like, like, like that. And then oh, he does, no. <laughs> breathe out, breathe out, breathe out. And like, you, you have to like, and it's mesmerizing. And he's, and he's just, and there's one video where he's like, cause like there's thousands of YouTube videos. Yeah. Cause people, he just became famous. Um, and again, fortunately passed a heart, heart attack this year, but I think it's haircut Harry there, or there's a guy called nomad barber that does it. And this guy, Bob, why, can, why yeah. may I ask? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Has, has this started? Did, how did this start? Like, okay. For me, my suggested my YouTube video. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, no, but like, how did you find these YouTube channels? Who gave them to you? Or do you go online and be like, you know what I'm looking for? Some now good haircut. Now videos. I do. Now, now I'll type in uh hair cracking videos. Cause in India they, they crack hair. Is that when they uh, take the straight razor? No, they just like pull the hair up and they kind of like get it to pop. And some some people are like, ah, it's fake, but I don't care. This sounds great. It's it's relaxing to me. Oh, so it's like an ASMR thing. Yes, that's so. The, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the story of how Ken got into ASMR. Okay, go. Uh, I've always I, so there'd be times in my life like uh, a new voice would come in like a substitute teacher, okay. and I'd find myself getting like tingly sensations and drifting off into the like what and. 
whole life. I felt embarrassed about this. Okay. There was, there's a guy uh, named uh, uh, Rob Hewlett on YouTube, and he's like this old retired dude with bushy eyebrows in South Florida. Okay. And he does all these videos of DIY stuff. Yeah, you want to get rid of uh, gnats? Here's how you do it. Blowtorch. And That's I just, always my go-to. I stumbled onto his videos one day, and okay. I was like, this guy's great. Okay. He's just this dude, and he, and, he, and, he, and he published his own book, and there's a 22-minute video of how to do the binding of your book because he did it in like 1998 and it's like an old video. But he's still going on, Mr. Rob Hewlett. And uh, and all of a sudden there's one, He it's a video that just says... Uh, Is he like a school teacher at one point? I don't know. No, no. He, he worked like some... He was an engineer or something like okay. that. So he... And he'll go out fishing. He created... I created my own underwater camera. And you're like, wow. So one day he did a, a video on his Floby. His Floby. Right? And so... And he's, he's got, he, he goes through, you don't see, all you see is his hands going okay. through the Floby box. And he's like, okay. here's, and he's given a sincere, here's how I Floby my hair video. But so he actually Flobies his he hair. Flobies his hair. Cause I say, well, you know, haircuts about 10 bucks, $5 with tip here in South Florida, really expensive. I'm all, and he's all about saving money because he's sure. like retired. He lives by himself. Yeah. I don't know what happened. He's got some grandkids, but okay. he's like kind of a sad, lonely dude. Okay. Um, another reason I was probably uh, checking into it. Anyways, this video gave me the tingles and I was like, what am I? And so I told a friend, I was like, Hey, I, I feel really weird about this. I keep watching this guy's video and it like puts me to sleep. And this friend was like, dude, it's called ASMR. I was like, what do you mean? She goes, I, I wrote about it on my website. And she sends me this whole thing and all these videos. And I was like, what is it? I go, I've had this my whole life. And she goes, yeah, no idiot. It's a whole community. And so ever since then, and then I, you have to find what, you know, what your triggers are. Like you meant like the food eating thing, yeah. not mine. Okay. Uh, women up close to your face doing like yeah. personal attention, not mine. It's old dudes giving haircuts. <laughs> I say it with pride. So, so Rob Hewlett <laughs> led me to uh, Nomad Barber and he went to the, this guy in India, the Cosmic Barber. And the guy's just like, and he's aware of it at the time. He did the video. He's like, all right, sit down, relax, relax. Let me do my sh-. He starts going like, he starts to say like my shtick, but he's like my sh- my show. He's like, but this guy kind of got into it. And then that led me to Haircut Harry. And that led me to that's, that's the story. My wish. Um, <laughs> now, now here's the thing. <laughs> to, to lead us, lead us into this next thing is that mm. like, okay, so yeah, you're talking about how you found this thing, right? Yes, so yes. my brother and I were talking this past weekend. He's like, "Do you remember when you used to cross stitch?" And I was like, <laughs> "What?" I was like, "Actually, I kind of do." And he was like, "Yeah, I was." Uh, mom was sending me pictures of stuff. Those are cleaning out some like storage. Uh, like places yeah. in our house. Uh, and they found these old like cross stitch patterns that I did that I wrote, wrote like my name and like swimming or like I wrote like Ben basketball in cross stitch. Like I liked doing cross stitch. Okay. Wow. Do you know what cross stitch is? I do know what cross okay. stitching is. So I would like, I, I would spend so much time doing like, I made my great, my grandma Christmas present, both my grandma's Christmas <laughs> presents. And I can remember like my dad coming home and me going to my <laughs> <laughs> What's Joshy doing? He's making these uh, crochet and cross stitching grandma doily. So, <laughs> so do you love me? <laughs> says it on the says on the doily there. It's a question. Love me? Question mark? Question mark? I, I would do. I, I remember looking at some of these really uh, just totally. Um, uh, extravagant cross stitches and being like, yeah. one day I'm going to do that. My dad in the background going, like, please God, no! <laughs> oh God! Oh God! 
Please God. So I remember like I came home a couple of times and my dad come home from work, you know, he's working in the car industry and mm -hmm, his mm -hmm. one son's out shooting hoops and his other Pittsburgh. son's in the family room watching soap operas with his wife doing cross stitch. One of my kids is a doily. <laughs> Literally school, a doily. Old school Pittsburgh. So I came in, and I was like, dad, I'm going to make you a Steelers logo cross <laughs> yeah. stitch. And he goes, please don't. I, I, there's nothing I can do I, with my that. My aunt made me a New York Yankees logo cross stitch thing. I think I still have it in my parents' uh, garage. That's I. Yeah. Do you still have the skills? Could you do this? I, could I you would, make an afternoon's cross stitch? I could probably get some cross. I think that honestly, Ken, my love of graph paper yeah. might go back to my love of cross love stitch. Of cross stitch. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I wish your father had encouraged your cross stitching. Yeah. My brother being like, I remember being a kid and you loving to cross stitch. And dad, one time in the car, you weren't there and be like. Ben, what do you think this cross-stitch stuff Josh is doing? Like, legit concerned that I was going to be some cat lady at home, <laughs> cross-stitching pictures of ex-boyfriends, yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, Carl, come home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a different time, and I want to go back to that so I can see you cross-stitch. That is amazing. Yeah, that's that's yeah. horse manes? Horse manes. And cross-stitching. And cross-stitching. So you learn a lot about Josh McCook on this show. Yeah. This is why the afternoons with Josh Kent so important. <laughs> so important. That's amazing. So yeah. I have a sticker of that Porg thing that you're wearing. The Porg yeah, yeah. Uh, C-3PO and the Porg R184. Yeah, the Drorgs. The Drorgs. Oh, yeah. is that what they're called? Yeah, it's Nathan Hamill's design. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you, he left them at the office. when he Oh, saw, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I have those stickers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have okay. the uh, pen, pen, too. I dig. Nathan Hamill. Good, I totally, good, totally off subject. It's kind of like when you asked no. me if you drank bees last week. Are you okay week. with that? Yeah. You, I triggered you with that tweet of the bees, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it got me. It got oh, me. Man. I watched a beekeeping documentary, like a mini oh, documentary. And I'm the weird one. Yeah. Well, it was on Netflix. It's a, it's a show called Rotten, and it's okay. about honey. It was, like the one episode was about honey. It's like an anthology docu-series about certain foods. I mean, like, I'm excited about this. The War of Honey, and then there was one about like the avocado wars that's currently going on. Tots, the story of tater tots. Yeah, I'm all for this. You're all for it. I want this. Uh, the the pre-made tots, the post-made tots, the yeah. Orida tots that were famous tots. in the, you know. Oven tots, microwave tots. Those tots that you got Fresh in the school cafeteria that changed your life. Flavored tots. Yeah, those are the ones that inspired our lifelong pursuit of tots. Do you know that the Burger King, they had those hash brown discs? Oh, yeah. Those things are delicious. Those are like tots. Yeah. Essentially tots. Yeah. What's the difference? A little extra salt on the hash browns? I don't think there's a big difference. They're I think it's just difference. the shape of it. I think it's the time of day. And, and then in the morning, do yeah. you feel like you can't put ketchup on the hash browns? Yes. Really? Yeah. I've never You're like, a Pittsburgh guy. I know. You could put ketchup on everything, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. My old roommate Santini, man, from Pittsburgh and Cleveland, he was just like dumping that stuff. Here's the thing for me is I like ketchup. Yeah. I love mustard, but not yellow mustard, like a good like spicy Dijon. Spicy Dijon. You know? Uh, ben, ben put ketchup on everything. As a kid, I would like ask for it's mustard and my parents Heinz like, Field. oh, God. Yeah. yeah, but Heinz makes mustard too. Yeah, they do. Good mustard. Really I like good mustard. mustard. Yeah. It's also got like no sugar. It does. It's a healthier alternative. Would you like me to cross stitch you a mustard jar? I do. <laughs> I really do. Could you cross stitch a picture of me and you on a microphone? Well, that was like you had to. Nowadays, you can probably take like uh, what our faces would look like, and then yeah. you get the proper thread. And you map it like a 3D map on a cross stitch. And then I cross stitch me and your face and just write the afternoons. It would probably take me three to five years. But I hope one of our listeners knows how to make a, a quilt. <laughs> they make an afternoon's quilt. One of those like, Ooh. 
you know, inside jokes all over it. Yeah. Like our crest. Dude, that's how Dimmy should make money is making a yes. graph paper quilt with afternoon that's, stuff on it. That's exactly how Dimmy should yeah. make money. Yeah. What are you doing, lazy Dimmy? <laughs> what are you just starting making some money around these parts? Unbelievable. I'm telling <laughs> Delamontia that uh, you are well, her last name would be Delamontia too, then, right? I don't know. It's modern times. So maybe there's that a is their last name, right? Delamontia? Yeah, yeah, maybe she's got a hyphen. I have my friend uh Ken hyphen, hyphened his name. Oh yeah. Took uh took his wife's uh, name. So you don't know. It would be Gordon Makuga. Gordon Makuga, Josh Makuga Gordon. <laughs> would we know. flip it? Is that how it I don't works? know. Ma- Matthew, I, Matthew Wallach Key. Do you think my... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what his name is. Now. Do, you, do you think my dad would be more disappointed if I came home with Makuga Gordon or with a cross stitch of his face? <laughs> cross stitch of his face. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My Josh, he made me a cross <laughs> stitch of my face. I mean, it's great. It's a good likeness. Yeah. But what's he doing? I want him to go hit some golf balls. It was always the measure of how much string you really needed because you didn't want to cut it off. You didn't want to cut it off. I mean, that takes a lot of skill and patience. I don't have that. Patience is what it is because you have to like, yeah. like, oh, oh, I missed it. Oh, I missed it. Ah, oh, crap. I missed yeah. it. Oh. It's and like the good the, ones uh, can just do it from behind. Right. Oh, that, that came I out mean, wrong. That came out wrong. Giggity. But you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that's like uh, crocheting too, like a yes. scarf. Yeah. Like, well, I'm working on this scarf for 17 months. So apparently knitting uh-huh. is really tough, but crocheting is crocheting. a lot easier. Knitting. Crochet, what's the difference? Co- crochet. Okay, mm. here's how I know this. Um, we're doing hand gestures yes. here. <laughs> the, this girl that I swam with in high school, yeah. her name was Gretchen. Every swim meet, her mom was- I was going to guess s- Becky, but- Were you? Okay. Uh, her sister's name was not Becky. Mm. Um, and her brother's name also was not Becky. Right. But they, it was a whole family of swimmers, right? <laughs> And their mom and her family, whole family, whole family of I was, the, I was of my friends that I swam yeah. with. I was the only kid that was, didn't have like a whole family of swimmers. Cause Ben didn't swim. It was just me and my poor mom would have to go to the meets. And my ben dad was like, like, I'm going to pass on those ones. It's crochet. <laughs> just that cross stitch your way like, out of the I'm pool. I'm just going to shoot hoops in the backyard. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Old fairy dust in there uh, <laughs> does the thing. I'm making a joke from a different time. People wearing his, Calm down. his boxer brief swimsuits. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but Gretchen's mom was a crochet master, a master. And she would sit there and crochet all swim meet long. And I was, and I, she was a very, um, I think demure is the wrong word. She was very like high school librarian. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Quite stern, serious. Oh yeah. Wore glasses. Oh definitely. Didn't smile a lot. Oh yeah. But was also very kind. Oh no. And I think she was a nurse. Oh, inject me. <laughs> So she was a crochet master. And yeah. I would always come and be like, what's your crocheting? Why are you doing that? <laughs> well, Josh, it's squash. <laughs> what? Where, uh, where are you, what are you going to do with it? You going to give it as a present? <laughs> How close are you to done? How long does that take? Do you crochet every night? What's your favorite show to crochet to? Do you like <laughs> listening to music when you crochet? Have you ever crocheted anything to, and so finally yeah, she got step by step is the answer. Maybe like three years goes by. I ask her questions like every swim meet. Right. She finally comes one time. She's like, I crocheted you this. And I was like, what? what? And it was a scarf and hat. She crocheted See? See? Scandalous, yeah. number one. I know. Scandalous. Yeah. It's like a high school love affair. Uh, wow. And I don't know how wow. you do that. I honestly yeah. don't know how that works. It's a skill. Yeah. I'm making it. But honestly, too. It. You don't understand it. I talk about origin stories. I love an origin story. Mm-hmm. Right? Who yeah. was the first person? who's was like, hey, this hooky thing and this Goes thing. Goes into this thing. And you pull it and you whack it. And you pull it and you whack it. Probably... My guess is either Native American or like an ancient uh, Chinese kind of vill- head of the village. Uh, That's where that all comes from. Yeah. Like what, the, necessity? No, just like that, the loom. 
thinking of the loom. The fruits um, of the loom. Only, and then we come along and go, yeah, we'll take that. <laughs> Call it cross-stitching and sell it at gift shops. Yeah. Yeah. That's Did you ever that's see, do you ever go to like a Native American um, uh, 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 reservation and see them making the, the rugs or the blankets? Uh, I've seen that in, on missions. Okay. So it's not the same thing, but like uh, all, a lot of California missions. Okay. Uh, school field trips because there's a lot. There's yeah. one in my hometown area of San Luis Obispo, Mission San Luis, and then uh, there's one out in like Santa Barbara and all that stuff. So I've been to a lot of missions okay. and then they'll they'll do, they like, hey, here's the room where we uh, told the Native Americans they can come make stuff for us and, uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, you know, they'll be on the team. Not really. <laughs> We tricked them. We now live them. here. Yeah. All right, Ken. It was yeah. a perfect segue into oh, what yeah. we're calling here on the afternoons a brand new segment: Ken's twenty fifth high school reunion. <laughs> Every twenty five years, this town. Yep. We're g- I'm gonna go to my reunion. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. They they did not play enough nineties rock well, at that's this reunion. Yes. All right. Yes. Talk I went to, to my twenty fifth high school. Reunion All this right, now weekend. Set the stage. Did Grace go with you? Grace went with me. Oh man, we drove up down. the coast. Sit, drove, 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 sit down. Uh, we drove up the coast on a beautiful Friday afternoon. Uh, we went to the Madonna Inn. Oh, the Pink Hotel. The Pink Hotel. We yes. got one of the rock rooms. Oh, so the walls, floor, shower, bathroom, everything, everything but the ceiling, rock, stones, stones. Uh, it was kind of hard to walk around, I, it, to be honest. Did it hurt your feet? It hurt your feet because you're it? kind of at an angle, like the whole building, but it was at different angles. So like in the in the, in the the bathroom, I'm setting up stuff, getting out there. Here's my uh, toothpaste. Here's my toothbrush. Okay. Slides off the counter like this way. And then you go in the bedroom, like you said, I'm going to put my laptop, it almost slides off the other way. It was like the whole thing was like peaks and valleys, peaks okay. and valleys. But it was, it's great. It's okay. really kitschy. Okay, cool. So we go there. Uh, then we go to downtown slow on Friday night. Oh, did you? Uh, I'd like downtown slow. Downtown slow. But I forgot that did I was. Did you see my sister-in-law? No, but see, thing, I forgot this was a college town. Yeah. So yeah. we went on a Friday night and it was getting kind of cold as it does in there in town. Yeah. We went to a nice restaurant, a place called Novo Cafe and oh. uh, walking around and I was trying to find, I'm like, I had the pink Converse and I had a, my suit jacket, but I also had a pink pocket square. Oh. I was like, I'm doing this with the black shirt and black, yeah. p- black tight uh, jeans. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, hey, it's the classic stuff. Ken. Yeah, the new Ken. Yeah. The new Ken. Um, the old Ken would have been like, I've got my business suit. Um, <laughs> oh, you did have quite the large selection of decent suits. That I had 13 were, suits. Well, at one point, just too big for you. I have four. Yeah. Because, yeah, I actually lost enough weight to it. Yeah. It was all like, I... You were swimming in them. Swimming in them. Yeah. So anyways, long story short, we got there. We couldn't find anything. I couldn't find it. I was trying to get a slimmer suit jacket okay. again because of that problem. Sure. Um, couldn't find it. And then the whole time I'm like, what are these kids doing around town? <laughs> oh, that's right. It's oh, San Luis, Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo. Yes. So that's that fine. Then then we we uh, go home. Uh, then my friends start coming into town. Some of my friends. And I have some friends living there. Okay. And... Um, I, I, I watched. I was in downtown slow from your house to downtown. So it's about 20 minutes. But we were Madonna Inn, So that's like oh, right. five minutes. Okay. Madonna Inn is in, right there. in the cusp of, of slow right there in the border. Right. Anyways, I don't want to bore the details, but, um, no, bore me. Bore, so, so Grace is getting ready. And yeah. I was like, I, I need to find this slim suit coat. Like I, I just, I'm not going to feel comfortable unless you did. And I was like, there, Oh, the out, there's an outlet center and I'm going to check the converse store just to see if I can get some new converse. Yeah. But I have my pink ones for the event. Just, just So I go, go to the store, I walk in and there is leopard print converse Uh-oh. and they got like a little texture to them Ooh. and they popped. Grace's dress was leopard print. Ooh. So I sent a picture. I go, should I get these sh- shoes? Yeah. She's like, yes, you should. Yeah. 
and I and ten percent off. Def Leppard, so, the shoes. Yeah, got them for thirty bucks, Josh. Whoa! Couldn't find the coat. Okay. Then I was like, I need shoes. a I need a leopard print pocket square. She's like, Nope. You got the pink ones, pink and leopard and black go together. They You're do. good. Yeah. I was like, I don't see the world in this way, but it's good. Yeah. I gotta tell you. I've watched you over the last few years. Uh, you, you and I become friends. I've watched you enter rooms with pants made of dollar signs, <laughs> pants made of beer insignias, bright colors. And I've watched people just like, who is that guy? Yeah. I walked in there and everyone's like, who is that guy? <laughs> and it turned me into something I've never been. I was, Grace and I led the dance floor. Grace was like, if no one was dancing yeah. after dinner and like Grace and I, there was one couple. Was there, there a sit down dinner? Yeah. Yeah. We had some barbecue, cinnamon style barbecue. There. No way. How many people were there? You think? So only about 45 to 50. Okay. And this is when there was some, there was some pushback and a lot of the, you know, Facebook groups. You didn't get the band. Yeah. Well, just like, ah, it's stupid. A lot of cynical. If you're listening and I know some of you had a bad high school experience. Don't be cynical. Uh, unless it was really, really bad. Don't yeah. be cynical about high school reunions. God, I hope I wasn't that person that made it bad for you. A good chance he was. Um, <laughs> so anyways, I didn't wear the pink shoes, but I went those things. And I'll tell you, it was just great. And it was great to catch up and see friends. And, and one of my friends who wasn't going to go, we convinced him to come down. Love it. And, uh, you know, Grace went on the dance floor. And like ever, there was like one couple kind of in the corner. No one, but no one wanted to so follow. So did you do full 13 on 13 going on 30 where she starts the thriller dance? But she went up there and like, I think everyone was like, ah, okay, we'll follow her. Okay. And I would, and I'm, you know, I'm not the best dancer. I'm not you or your father with a chair, <laughs> um, but we're having some fun because that's yeah. the point. Yeah. And I was, I was doing the like, let's get you one more drink. Yeah. You need one more drink. And I think there was literally people looking at me like, who's, that's not Ken. <laughs> It's not the kid with glasses and braces who sat in the back of the class. Did Ken do a face-off with somebody? <laughs> yeah. Like, what is this? Who is that guy? Is this a crash? Is this Vince Vaughn? This is, I'm telling you, this is the the greatest comeback story in the history Come of comeback. Comeback story. This is when Bo Jackson's game. hip was splintered yeah. into 15 pieces, mm -hmm. and he comes back and he hits a home run in his first at bat. With the White Sox, yeah. right? Or Angels? You know? Um, it was great, man. And I kept thinking of, uh, you know... You and the crazy pants. <laughs> thinking, you know, you just go, you step outside your fashion comfort zone a little bit. People, people appreciate it. Appreciate it. They yes. react to you. Yeah. And it was, look, I, most of those guys are probably like, man, I should have got something. Right. Something cool. And no, and like, no, like, you know, some of, I, I'm sure I look my age, but some people there look 70 <laughs> and it wasn't their, their body or their face. It was the clothes. The they attitude. Had on. Yeah. It's the clothes you have. on. Yeah. Uh, but it was a great time. Great Dress time. Youthful. Old friend from uh, junior high. Nicole was there. Uh, a friend who I didn't really know during the time um, uh, named Perry. Not 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 not, not oh. like Nemroff, spelled differently. Okay. Um, she was there. And we hung. We were the ones we hung out late. My good friend, Joel. Who Did you guys close the bar down? We closed the dance floor down, then the bar. Yes. We went upstairs to the other bar, closed that bar down. So it was all at the Madonna Inn? It was all at the Madonna Inn. Nice. And uh, my friend Joel, who lives down in L.A., he's the one I moved to L.A. with, basically. Oh, right. He he told his, me. Okay. And his wife, um, Joel Trudgeon, a, a filmmaker, film professor, local schools here. Okay. Um, he was there. We don't see each other often, even though we're down here. We used to be roommates for like six, seven years. Right. Um, so it's good to catch that, up. the guy like, never opened his, email, um, his mail? No, that was another. That was the that was the guy after. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That story it was, it was, is amazing. It's amazing. But anyways, long story short, this is kind of a boring. Uh, I bought five jeans story, but um, <laughs> I just gotta say it was such a great time. And yeah. if you're out there listening, don't be cynical about uh, connecting face to face with people or feel it's cheesy or high school was stupid. 
Go have some fun. It all doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I mean, my goodness. If we can't laugh and have a good time, what's the point? Like, and there's, you know, there was people there who were the kind of the, you know, the popular kid or the or the hot chicks in high school who you were yeah. intimidated of and they treated you bad, the mean girls. They were there. And you know what? I had good conversations with all of them. Yeah. With all of them. And then my good friends that I used to pile around with were there. Like Matt and Cullen and uh, my friend Justin Bernanvi, who's a comic now up there. He runs rooms. Really? Trying to get him, get us to book book us up yeah, there. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, it was a lot of fun. In Slow? In Slow Town, man. Let's do it. It's like a headline a weekend in Slow Town. Okay. Are you ready for this? I'm this ready. Is, you were, we're Did speaking you just of stitch fashion? me something? No, while, no, 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 no. While you were ta- listening to me? Um this is mm-hmm. going to be my holiday jacket. So you know how I like to get something new for the holidays every right, year. Right, right. Like a holiday party, some date nights, whatever right. the case may be. Ooh. Christmas dinners, if you will. If you will. Oh, my. That's going to make uh, our friend uh, Graham uh, flying uh, <laughs> Jackal, the, the Scottish guy who comes out to the celebration. Uh-huh. That looks great, it's sir. It's a pretty sweet jacket, right? That looks so great. I went on, Do you want to I, describe it to the folks? So it's uh I would like to say that it's you know uh it's a seventies blazer. It's from it's from a vintage yeah. store in Florida. Right. I talked to this lovely lady, Carol, of uh Good job, Carol. Uh, on Etsy. I forget I'm gonna have to get the jacket taken in. Uh Okay. And because it's a 42, so I'm going to need to get what that, is that taken like a plaid? In. It's a plaid. It's a Scottish plaid. It's a plaid, plaid. tartan. Tartan, a, yeah, yeah. But it's green and red and white. Yeah. So it sort of looks like a country club carpet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's, I, I, I talked her into giving me the velvet bow tie. Ooh. And Ooh. yeah, and the pocket square for that matter. Nice. Uh, all for $75. That's a bargain. I know. Who's Good. this lady? Her name is Carol. Uh, her Etsy shop is. Etsy shop. Uh, that's great. Something vintage. Hold on. Let's see. I need to, um, it's on its way. Ken, I'm so excited about this jacket. Uh, uh vintage wear treasures. W E A R so, out of Jensen beach, Florida. I don't think I'm going to be, uh, going to the rise of Skywalker premiere this year. Really? I've been fortunate to go as a plus one. Um, I will not be a plus one this oh, year. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I, we're trying to figure it out, but I, if I do get the invite, I want to have something cool to wear. Okay. I have a Darth Vader suit. I've did that once. I mm-hmm. got it from Oppo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did that once. You can't do that again. Yeah. So I, I maybe Etsy might be the way to go. Yeah. Get maybe. like a vintage 19... What, what, when did Star Wars come out? 79? 77. 77. Get a suit from 1977. That's not a bad idea, too. You know? Or look at what George Lucas or Steven Spielberg or Zemeckis <laughs> wore to the premiere. And I don't know if Zemeckis went there, but... Uh, Aren't Spiel- they buddies? They're buddies, but he came a little later. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this that's a good idea too. Yeah, like a vintage, I'll have to, maybe the ruffly shirt. I'll have you know, to like so, the, well, yeah, you're losing me a little bit. But no, no, they make those like really classy know, ones. Did you I see know. Jake Gyllenhaal wore one yeah, to the Oscars a few years uh, back? See, I got to step out my comfort zone. See, step out my Ken? comfort zone. Yes. Um, so now I'm looking for a pair of either green pants to go with this. Yeah. Well, how does that work? I don't know. I mean, I got now. I have matching things to do with the jacket. Uh, I'm very. Where, where are you going to wear this? So uh, I'm figuring. I'm not sure what my exact schedule is going to be like, but I know we have a big Christmas party we go to every year, okay. which yeah. you should probably come to this year. I'm yeah. pretty sure you, I can it? get you. Candace and Joe have one. Oh, yeah. We met them at the thing, at the yeah. thing doing the thing. The thing. Yeah. Uh, they have a big Christmas party. And so last year I got like a nice vest to match my dad's plaid pants from the 70s. Oh, but I want to yeah. go solid pants this year with the plaid jacket. 
So I need to go and pick oh, up man. a pair yeah. of either green velvet pants, <laughs> which is a thought, wow. or green tuxedo pants. The weather outside is weather. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty excited. Like I know this sounds absurd, but they, they, like yeah. there are a few things that bring me joy in life. Quite like dressing for an occasion. You do and, love it. You know, you do love it. Most of the time, mm-hmm. I'm a very casual guy. Jeans, t-shirt, whatever the case may be. You are be. sandals, you know? which a lot of sandals <laughs> and worked, jeans. I've worked through that. But how this all started was last year. Yeah, how did it start? January 3rd mm-hmm. or so, uh, I was at the J. Crew store okay. in the Grove, the J. Crew men's shop. Yep. And everything was on sale. It was like 50% off everything. Going, going, And there was going. this tartan tuxedo dinner jacket okay. that looked like this a little like bit. Like that, yeah. It was like 225 bucks. Gotcha. And I was like, ah. That's a lot. I don't know. For only wearing it two or three times a yeah, year, right? right? It sounds silly. It's a one-timer. Right? So I was like, if it's on sale again next year and I see it and it was only a one-time thing, I'm going to get it. Right. So I go to the J. Crew Men's store on Sunday and I mm-hmm. walk in and it's right there. And I was like, oh my God, this is fortuitous. <laughs> Guess how much it is now? Not on sale. Not on sale? Two sixty-five. dollars 425 Get out of here. I can, now I definitely can't justify Can't do it. it. Can't do it. So uh, that's why I went on Etsy and I went to the, cause I, I love a good plaid. My dad gave me his plaid pants in the seventies that uh-huh. no longer fit him. I had him taken in and yeah. you know, like yeah. slimmed down a little bit uncuffed yep. cause they were cuffed pants. And uh, now, and then here you have it. I, I needed something new to like really jazz up the Christmas time. Get into year. it. You're a TV and star, I found son. It. I found you needed, it. you need something yeah. fancy. There you go. When, when did you develop this love for crazy outside the box fashion? Uh, I think I got it from my dad because he yeah. really likes to do it. So he'll, right? John Makuga's got some like, uh, he's got some loud prints. Loud loud, prints. He always had like loud shirts and suits and loves like a loud hat. <laughs> and so I feel like when, uh, I think it basically was when we first started with like schmoes, I was uh-huh. like, what can I wear on the show? That's going to like differentiate me from everybody out. or like schmo down. And yeah. I was like, all right. And then I see these people with these crazy loud suits. Like when Oppo Suits first launched yeah. and Shinesty, I was like, all right. Shinesty's the other one. Yeah, yeah. I, I started watching, you know what I did? I started watching those uh, Time Life Best of Johnny Carson uh, DVDs that my parents had. Oh, those are had. great. And they're incredible. Just him and Dom DeLuise laughing. Yeah, laughing. Ed McMahon. Yes. Just, the whole thing is just laughing. Azerbaijan, Ed. <laughs> Azerbaijan. Wild and wacky stuff, Ed. Yes, let's go to the smokehouse, Johnny. <laughs> you sound like your Carson is spot on. Well, you know what it is? It's I'm doing Dana Carvey's old one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so Carson was Azerbaijan. All- <laughs> he would either always have plaid pants and a solid blazer, yeah, yeah. or a plaid blazer and solid pants. Yeah, right. And so I thought to myself, if I'm going to host a talk show in a living room, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it with some flair. Yeah. So I reached out to Oppo Woo. Suits and they sent me some suits. And yeah. then, re- then I reached out to Loudmouth Golf and they sent me stuff. And I was like, all right, well, this stuff, one, it's comfortable. Two, I love it. Yeah. Three, it like, it, it's, I don't want to say it was my calling card, but when you're doing stuff in the Schmodown, like you kind of got to differentiate yourself yeah, from yeah. somebody. And me being loud and yelling wildberries can only work for so much. So long. And uh, so, so then I started wearing that and then I wore them on stage at yeah. comic cons or whatever. And, and then I remember like, yeah. comic con HQ. I had a different pair of pants every day for right. the live stream. And then I figured like, why not have a little bit of flair? I mean, right. if you're going to do it, have flair. And a lot of these people, nobody wears this stuff anymore. Yeah, yeah. So why not have some flair? I love it. I like, love it. If I could go to like a vintage store and they had like 20 or 30 plaid suits from the seventies right. that were all my size, I would wear them all the time. One, cause they're comfortable. Gotcha. The, I mean, those, 
old polyester suits are really comfortable. Yeah. They're like high waisted. They they've one, got yeah. a little bit of flare to them. You get some white <laughs> shoes. You know what I mean? And just take it all the way back to the seventies. Yeah. I'd love it. Really I'm getting would. better and better. I've always dressed conservatively because it's a confidence issue. It's a confidence issue. I intentionally, uh, you know me back in the day, I'd always have shoes on that you could ignore. Yes. <laughs> I didn't want any intention, uh, attention paid to my shoes. Can, I, yeah. I don't want to call them, uh, nurse's shoes or like waiter's hospital shoes, but that's what they were. Wow. They were, they, they, wow. they were those comfortable dress shoes that wow. stood in the corner collecting dust. And then one day Ken was like, Hey, are those on sale? And the guy's like, go, we sold them. <laughs> it was like the pacer of shoes. That's what you were wearing. Ken. <laughs> it was the pacer of shoes. Yes. And I'm so glad that wrong. you stepped up your game. So, well, I, I did have some sketchers I was proud of and I had some, some other stuff, but then one day the story goes one day, my shoes finally gave out mm-hmm. and I was like, I, there was a sketcher shop near us at the old office. Yeah. So I walked up there and I'm like, oh, let's get some sketchers. And they didn't have, I'll tell you that they didn't have what I was looking for, but I bought what I was like, I guess, I, I guess I get these. Yeah. I walked back and Grace and I were starting to date here. Yeah. And secretly, but I was kind of on to your yes, scent. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Comic-Con <laughs> ride. Um, Josh is asleep for four hours in the car. All of a sudden he wakes up it goes like this. <clears throat> You and Grace dating? <laughs> what did you dream about? What did you dream about? Anyways, we had to keep it secret because oh, monsters that work there. Yes, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, solid. I come back with those shoes, and I'm like, yeah. "Oh, I bought some new shoes." She's like, "You're never gonna do that again." Yeah. Without me around. Yeah. What's wrong with days? <laughs> and uh, Sergeant, I had I had a pair of Converse that I wore at a wedding in 2006 and hadn't yeah. worn since, but I just always kept them because they were yeah. a wedding gift from that guy Joel. There Joel was go. my friend. Joel the friend. And That's they, had his pink, name. they had pink laces. Uh-huh. And I was like, "All right, do you mean like this?" And then people started being like. I like that. Hey, what are that? Yeah. Oh, look at this. And I was like, oh, that's kind of good. I remember you the first time you wore me in the office. Like, hey, yeah. these are pretty badass shoes. Yeah. Huh. Har- uh, Harloff saw them and started laughing. Yeah, because he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. And uh. then, um, so then um, you go, you build from there. Then I was like, oh, I'll get, I'm going to pink laces. I'll get green laces. Yeah. And I'll get blue laces, checkered laces. <laughs> then I was like, how about pink shoes? And then leopard about, prints. I have blue blue shoes. I have yeah. a scion shoes, a purple shoes. Yeah. I keep it simple with the jeans and the shirt. I am a heavy guy. So I like to keep, keep it black. Is that, you know? is that a slimming color? It's a slimming color. Okay. Um, but then like a pocket square and it's yeah. that, and now I don't, I don't wear suits. I've, I haven't seen you in a suit yeah. forever. And I wear will again uh, to a premiere or something. Yeah. But part of it is because I'd rather go, I'd rather go to the rise of Skywalker premiere with some flashy shoes, some tight, slim jeans that I can barely fit into, but I do it in a pocket square. And I, I bet you the jeans are, it's all in the hips. Yeah. It is in the hips. I bet Mark Hamill will come up to me and be like, that's, that's awesome. See? Versus he just walked by Walk me. past you. Now, here's the other thing. I used to like silently make fun of you because yeah. your suits were so nice, but yeah. your shoes were so terrible. Oh, I didn't invest in shoes. Yeah. Didn't care. I Did you ever care. have Mephisto's? No. Okay. So there no. was this, when I first moved to New York, I was working at this restaurant called Fresco by Scotto. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, it, it was a great, a very good restaurant. Regis Philbin ate there all the time. Right. Um, right. And, uh, the one waitress had been there forever and she had these black shoes and they were like, they, I mean, mm-hmm. they were absurd. I mean, I've told you I wore shape ups behind the bar that one time <laughs> yeah. for a while. And then I like basically, Good enough for Joe Montana. <laughs> then I broke my toes on the, on the shape ups. I basically got turf toe just from walking well, on the, on the, on the shape for the box with Joe Montana's yeah. toe on it. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the, mo- it's the Mojito toe inducing shape ups. We basically <laughs> bought both companies. Yeah. So if we, people bought shape ups and then had to use Mojito, toe, we were big covered. win, yeah. big win. It was like Philip Morris buying jewel. <laughs> so, so, uh, okay. okay. 
So she she's wearing these things. I'm like, what's up? Because I was wearing just wearing black dress shoes. Yeah. You had to wear black shoes. She's like, these are called Mephistos. They're very expensive, but they're the most comfortable black work shoes you can ever wear. Oh, wow. And so I was like, all right, well, where do I get Mephisto? She have to, you have to go to the store on 36th and 10th. It's the only store I know that carries them. So I go to get yeah. these Mephistos, and the guy's like, they're $530. I was like, oh. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm not buying that on the, the least. It, I, I mean, I'd rather go over style over substance at that point. Yeah, like, yeah. Just give yeah. me a pair of all black PF flyers, yeah, if, yeah, you, if you will. Yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, that's kind of what I did. Yeah. I couldn't afford them. No. $45 dress sketchers. <laughs> get it. Sketchers seem to be the problem. Flash forward 20 years from now. I'd like to tell you the story of my first and last pair of sketches. <laughs> or sketches wants to be a, sh- a sponsor. And Josh and I are like, oh, oh. sketcher shape ups will fix your uh, <laughs> problems now. Also, sketchers makes great golf shoes. Fantastic I, I, there's, there's some things I still like there. Uh, we're going to take a break. On the other side of this break, yeah. we got questions. We got questions up the wazoo, everybody, and including some of your phone messages. This is the final uh, episode with Josh for a little bit. Actually, it could be a couple weeks, but um, he'll be back here and there. But Amanda comes in next week. We're going to talk about that. We're going to hear from you all. It's the afternoons with Josh and Ken. It's a look at the serious world. Doesn't matter when does it, Ken. It's always the afternoon, especially after the break. And now a word from our sponsors Mojo Company. Sketchers! Back here in the afternoons with Josh and Ken, we're both sitting down because that's the kind of day it is. Yes, uh, uh, yeah. Running a little ragged, uh, and you're getting ready to go. Josh, we have a lot of questions. You put out a tweet. I got, I got something in the Discord server. Okay, we got some calls. We got a lot to get to. I think we just dive right in. I to do these too. Questions. Uh, but first, let me ask you one quick question. Do you ever try to sell anything on Craigslist recently and it not been attacked by a spam from Malaysia? No, I've not. No, I don't think I've, I've been ever. trying to sell these cameras. I have three okay. HVX cameras from the old Josh McCuga show days, um, and we haven't used them in a long time. They still work perfectly. I have 128 gigabytes wow. in P2 cards, and I, I offered three. Three cameras for literally three hundred dollars, and I've only gotten three responses. I'm like, "Will you accept PayPal? I need to PayPal my husband in Malaysia because he's sick." I'm like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> All right. I mean, we'll talk after three hundred dollars for cameras, right? Okay. So why don't I ask a question? You ask a question. Let's try and go as fast as we can because there's Pike. I probably okay. have twenty. Then we got phone calls, and you have something in Discord. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, well. Yeah, yeah. Let me get the. Uh, do the Discord first. No. 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 The. the yeah. You. You. Uh, you go. So what I'm, what I'm trying to say is you go, and I'm going I'm okay. to go to the Twitter. So our great friend Nikki at Demi mm-hmm. has asked, too, what's your biggest pet peeve and what's your go-to karaoke song? I think we've said some go-to karaoke songs, obviously, a few times. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. But my, my biggest pet peeve legitimately is people that don't use turn signals. It's my biggest pet That's peeve. problem. It just really, really upsets me. I don't like the slow turners. Yes. Like the right turn, even with the turn indicator. Oof. Like make just the turn. turn, just make the turn. Make the turn. No, good. If you get there and there's an old lady pushing a cart, I understand. Maybe I yeah. didn't see it, so I try not to go. I try not to jump to conclusions. But other than that, um, one of she says one of hers is to people chew food loud, too loud. Ooh, I sometimes do. That. I slurp. I have a slurping problem. Slurp I, I try to work on that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I'd say um, I don't know without getting too you know angry. I don't know. Uh, um, I think you just said it. Your turns lateness. The chronic lateness, chronic, like, like, Hey, LA, LA, if you, if you are doing a podcast, we know there's a good chance it can be 15 minutes late, but there's the chronic laters. Yeah. Like Like, 30. That's like a problem. Yeah. I get you. Uh, 
karaoke song of mine has always been Soul Decision Faded, Amber, yeah. This Is Your Night, uh, Rosanna by Toto, That's Mo great. Money, Mo Problems. You know, and, and, I, and I have only sung, sung one karaoke song in my life, Neil Diamond. Uh, Neil Diamond. Sweet Caroline. There you go. Uh, March of okay. the Wooden Soldiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's Johnny Maroney. Uh, that's John Maroney. Mm-hmm. Uh, or is it Marino? Maroney. Mariano. Mariano. Yeah. He's got it spelled a little differently right now. It's confusing me. John uh, Mario, Mariano NY, like New York. Right, right, right. That's why I always thought it was Marioni. Yeah. Uh, handball or racquetball? This tweet is, is a pun in honor of Josh. Uh, I love racquetball, but I also love squash. Squash is great. Squash handball. Is fantastic. I like team handball. Team handball. I used I can to be do. a goalie in team handball. Okay. I'll say handball. They had handball cards at my, my school. Right on. All right, what you got? Uh, we got Andrew Scott says, do you know that Robbie Dupree faced legal action for Michael McDonald's team? I got a tweet in here, too. Over the keys and steal away. And this is a tweet. Yeah, oh. And steal away being similar to what a fool believes. Yacht Rock. Did you know that? I didn't know that. And then he follows up. Whose side do you guys fall on? And he says, in his opinion, Mr. Dupree can do no wrong. Michael McDonald All right. versus Robbie Dupree. Play the first, uh, like, 30 to 45 seconds of What a Fool Believes. Okay. Well, and then we'll play Steal Away. Do you okay. want to ask a question while you're looking uh, at it? No, no, no. So what, what, okay. what a fool believes. What a fool believes. What a fool believes. Okay. We're going to do, do a comparison here. He okay. came from somewhere okay. back there we go. long ago. It's pretty close up top. It's pretty similar. Yeah. But this is a better song. <laughs> I think it is. This too. is the better song. It is. I mean, I just hearing the sound come again. I mean, it's pretty close. It's, <laughs> I didn't know that. And we need like a mashup general to put it together. We do. songs ever, ever written. Maybe this should be my uh, new karaoke song. This, oh, you got to do this. No, well, why don't we steal Maybe away? a duet. I'll, I'll pop up for the chorus. Why don't we? Yo, yeah, you away into the night. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Okay. I'd look up. I, I, I would think he would lose that lawsuit. Who? McDonald's? Robbie Dupree. Well, who, who came first? Did What a Fool Believes win? Yeah, Doobie yeah. Brothers. Yeah. I, I, I would think they would. I mean, George Harrison lost on a even deeper cut. Really? With, uh, She's so fine and my uh, sweet lord. So, ooh, but Andrew Scott is uh, is is right. Mr. Dupree can, can do, do no wrong. wrong. That's yeah, very, yeah, very true. Yeah. I, we know what side Ellis would stand on. Yes. Um, you got one here. Yeah. Uh, this comes from our boy John Reese from Dallas. Uh, can you tell a good, funny, drunk story? Good, funny, drunk story. I've got a really long one from Italy, or okay. I've got a very funny short one from college. Mm, what okay. would you like? Mm, I want the, I guess, long one from Italy. Okay. So here, here's how the story goes. Yeah. 
I was in uh, a little town called Sorrento. It's on the Amalfi Coast. Okay. okay. Paul Sorrento, first base from Minnesota Twins. There you go. Uh, I was in my study abroad in college. Okay. Uh, I had never tried limoncello before. Oh, yeah. This was in uh, late February, no, beginning of February, right around Valentine's Day. Okay. Okay. And uh, we went there for a school-sponsored field trip through our college, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. We, were, we stopped at the ancient city of Paestum. Oh, which, yeah, <laughs> where, they made, where they made paste, paste for elementary schools. Correct. Yeah. Uh, there's all these old Greek temples along the water. It's pretty impressive. Okay. And then we went to Sorrento, and the next day, the entire school was going to see Pompeii, the ancient city of Pompeii near Naples. Where not the, the movie. Not with, the movie. Kit Harrington. <laughs> You're going to go see Pompeii. The actual okay. town, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that night we, we get there and we we're all going to go out. There's a couple bars. Sorrento's kind of like a British tourist town on the Amalfi coast, but it was cold out. Uh-huh, so we uh-huh. like, people weren't hanging out at the beach, but there were some bars and clubs and stuff. And so okay. we went and they were having this limoncello festival. Limoncello. So a lot of the local lemon growers were they're having you taste their limoncello and then you could buy it. So we were like buying some limoncello. Yeah. And I didn't know how strong this stuff was. Right. And uh, it was delicious. To me, it tasted just like lemonade with booze. And I love that. It's one of my favorite <laughs> lemon tastes. Booze. Lemon booze. Okay. Yeah. Ken, uh, I proceeded to get extremely, extremely intoxicated. Like right. at one point I tried to jump across uh, like one of those little Italian cars, yeah. like like uh, Starsky and Hutch. Little, little, little and instead thing. of sliding on the hood, I just missed the car. You just, just went over like, it. And landed on my That's butt. That's not good. Broke. We go into this one bar and they have one of those little like glass squatter kegs that you would normally like get water from. Yeah. And it was full of limoncello. And I was right. like, so does the bartender just pour the limoncello? Well, the spout was faced out towards us. So I was just yeah. pouring myself limoncello for free all night. Uh, I blacked out so hard. Uh, when I woke up in the morning, I was in the back seat of a car. Oh no! I was covered in blood. <laughs> no, in a foreign country, in a foreign, foreign land, foreign land. I'm down near the shore, like I'm on the water. No, no. I think it's a taxi. Pants on. Pants are on, okay. but they're bloody. They're sh- I had a jacket on. The jacket's gone, and one of my sleeves is completely ripped off. <laughs> okay, so I have one sleeve. One no sleeve. This is hangover four. My right leg of my pants is just shredded open. Like it's ripped open. Yeah, like you fought in a war. Yeah, yeah. it's blood everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like I go, someone yelled, medic. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I think I'm in a taxi cab and the taxi like didn't, what he just. Yeah. So apparently I must have like found a car and got in the back seat. So I go to get out of the car uh-huh. and I put weight on my right leg and I just collapsed. <laughs> I was like, uh oh, I broke my leg. My Man leg is down. broken. Okay. Yeah. So. There's people unloading like a ship, like not a ship, but like a boat. They're like getting fish off or whatever. Yeah. And I'm yelling at him like, help, right, right. <laughs> help. So this guy comes over and he's like, Ospedale? And I was like, no, no, no. Because I forgot that Italy's a socialist system, so yeah. you don't have to pay for a hospital visit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to have to pay for anything. Sure. So I was like, take I mean, me to my hotel. percent taxes or yeah. whatever, but you know, there you so go. So the guy drives up my hotel. My entire school is in the lobby getting ready to go on this field trip. And I walk in covered in blood with like no sleeve. No sleeve. And my buddy's like, what? <laughs> what so I go up, I go up to my room, I go to take a shower and uh, I, there's like a nickel ho- size hole in my leg, like a hole. Yeah. It looks like I got shot. Yeah. It does. So yeah. I don't make it to Pompeii. I go to the hospital. Uh, they, the guy's like, he's like, we, we do an x-ray, but I don't think your leg is broke. I think you just hurt. And I was like, okay. So the leg's not broken. Uh, they stitched me up with like very little antiseptic. I think it was just like cross stitched me. Yeah. And they were just like, here yeah. you go. You're done. You're done. Couldn't really walk for like two weeks. Now, as the weeks went on, I start like the black, I kept thinking about that night, like where the blackout yeah. was. I put it all together that I tried to hop a fence and the fence pole went through my leg. <laughs> Drunk. <laughs> you just made my balls hurt. Yeah. Like I don't phantom, know how funny of a story like that is. Phantom pain in my 
nuts. I've told that story on stage more oh, and it's longer and yeah. I do like a lot more action and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, but yes. yeah. you ever get that feeling where you're like, Oh, Ooh, a gouge. yeah. That's what, that's what wow. I don't, I can't beat that at all. Yeah. I think the most drunk I've been, people have saw was on the drunk movie fights. <laughs> uh, and I think I've told the story almost peeing in the Uber on the way yeah. home, yeah. which is great. Uh, it's still the best part of that is JT had no idea. Didn't really <laughs> follow up. He just sat in a stranger's car hoping I'd come back to it. I don't know. Um, other than, I mean, <laughs> I'm usually pretty controlled as a, as a drunk. Yeah. Uh, you I see all Brad Pitt's age every now and then. <laughs> That's a great question, though. That's a great yeah. question. Uh, Reese's got another one here. Uh, he says, have you ever legitimately been scared for your life, thought you were dying? You might have just told the, that story. Yeah, that one. Um, I think I almost I, yeah. drowned. Uh, I almost did two once yeah. uh, when I was like 10. Yeah. That, I would say, might be the Very thing. scary. Where were you doing? Uh, I was trying to swim underwater three lengths underwater, and I didn't make oh, it. Oh, no. And then that pulled me out of the water. Oh, And I came no. back to consciousness pretty quick, but I did passed out. Did you see the, the other side? Uh, no, but I did like you black out and I oh, came no. to and my, but my buddy That's said terrifying. I was out for about six seconds. That scene in Casino Royale where, uh, Eva Green like drowned, like t- intentionally takes in the, Oh God, it yeah. freaks me out. Yeah. Love that movie. I was, we were on a family trip to go up to Yosemite, but my grandmother uh, who's still alive down at uh-huh. I was in there, was with us. And so we stopped by this little hotel on the way, maybe Fresno or something. We all got in the pool Okay, and my mom and dad are just like racing or each other, having fun, you know, and mm-hmm. my grandma is with my sister, my sister. She's got floaties on and she's doing them. My grandma's the old Russian lady. She's like, okay, swim, flesh, flap your arms. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just on the side. I'm not swimming. Flap your arms. And I don't know what happened. I slip off the side. Like I'm in the pool, but yeah. I'm grabbing on the side and you know, your feet are kind of on the yeah, side yeah. of the pool. I must have slipped. So I go under and I panic because I'm like 10, uh, probably maybe, maybe eight or nine. Cause my sister's about four so years. You couldn't swim me. that well then? I wasn't a strong swimmer, swimmer, still not, but can now, but I was a late, Ken's a late bloomer in a lot of things. Uh, But so I was, but it was panic set in. So I started gulping in water and I remember I'm, I'm going in under the water and then up. And so when I'm going up, I'm conscious enough to yell, help, help. And I'm, and the only thing I see is my parents ignoring me because they're in the race with each other. And my grandmother's helping my sister with her floaties on. And I'm thinking, this is the last thing I'm going to see before I die. Is my sister in floaties, my grandmother going, okay, kick your legs. Kick your legs. Oh, that makes me laugh. I shouldn't laugh. No, because but, I'm, was, but yeah. I'm seeing little Ken bobbing yeah. his and head. And then when I came up and they come over and my mom and dad come over, they finally see and they get saved me and they pull me up and they're laughing at me. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm dying. <laughs> I was dying. You jerks. All right. All right this one comes from uh, Derek Amend, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. at the Deke 3. Why didn't you post the picture of the horse mane? And will you post the picture of the horse mane? Also, what is your favorite MLB memory? I don't know where that picture went. Well, we, and why yeah, did we you post it? Another, we were going to do that. Uh, here's the thing. We record on Tuesdays. We say we're going to do something. And all of a sudden, we forget. Uh, that's just what it is. Well, rip the other page. You, you got notes you're ripping off of my book. I, I didn't rip it. <laughs> no, no, no. No, yeah. Do that. No, you're good. Do that one. Yeah, here's I didn't the other one. You look like you I were just, ripping the page with no, notes. I folded it. You're an asshole. I just folded it. What are you uh, doing? A super chat network or something? <laughs> um, yeah, Joffrey. Thank you. Right, give me a pen. Here's your pen, right there. Okay. Draw a horse, man. What are we okay. talking? Okay. Uh, my, what's your favorite MLB memory? Favorite MLB memory that I've witnessed? Uh, I watched Kirk Gibson's home run. I mean, you I'm talking for- not live. I'm talking in, in like uh, a house. Um, I did watch Sammy Sosa win a game at Dodger Stadium with a home run once. Really? Top of the ninth, so they had to win it in the bottom. Um, I saw Greg Maddox, Jeff Kent uh, play in their last playoff game against the Phillies. 
I saw Oral Hershiser's last game. Sad, sad thing to watch, but it's a memory. And uh, I remember my first major league game in July of 1988, Padres and uh, Pirates. Jose Lean hit his second and final home run of the season. John Chico Kruk. Lean. Chico Jose Lean. Jose Chico Lean. Uh, John uh, Cruck made a diving catch in left field. Chris Brown won the game in the 10th inning, bottom of 10th, 4-3 at the single at the middle. I told you uh, I met uh, Lenny Dykstra's son at a I, Halloween uh, at party. At a Halloween party. Yeah. Um, Matt also, no, that's a different one. Um, oh, oh, horse, my, yeah, your favorite memory. My memory. favorite, uh, memory is, um, favorite MLB memory was when Barry Bonds told me I couldn't have his autograph. Right. Uh, then my second favorite memory at a major league baseball stadium is when the pirate parrot slipped on a plate of nachos and slipped down like 15 stairs. That's just comedy. In the 500 section. And then my third favorite baseball memory is when I almost caught a foul ball at Dodger Stadium. Oh, almost. Other than that, all of my baseball memories are tragic because almost. the Pirates never win anything. Almost. That's great. Um, okay. Um, got this question here from Matt McGue. Soda the Saxman is his Twitter name. Oh, yeah. What is the most ridiculous injury you've ever gotten? Um, minus slicing my thumb on a toilet paper dispenser while taking a bloop and missing a week of work. <laughs> That's uh, the best. My the most ridiculous injury I ever had was probably the drunk thing in Italy when I had to walk yeah. around with like a hole in my leg. I would and say the that. scar is still absurd. Oh boy! Or um, wow, when I, uh, my- I, I wasn't paying attention, I had my eyes closed underwater in the pool, yeah. and I jumped out and I hit my forehead on the wall and Ooh. had to get like thirty stitches in my forehead. So. Mine is, uh, well, I broke my, my, ten, I snapped my tendon in sixth grade playing uh, dodgeball during recess. Not bad, but just kind of silly. Uh, I've been fortunate enough, uh, not have a ton of injuries in my life. Um, that especially that have required like medical attention. But one time I had a little tiny baseball bat that I still have actually, Josh, it's in that corner, that little wooden baseball bat right there. I, oh, um, had it on my hand. I was pushing on the handle with my hand and I was pushing on the barrel with my knee on the edge of the bat, creating a lot of tension. And I was leaning over reading probably like a Beckett and baseball monthly and it slipped and the thing whacked. The barrel went up into my head and smacked my nose. And I'm convinced to this day, I kind of have a crooked nose and I think that's where it came from. No way. Yeah. I got hit in the face of the baseball three times in my career off like on accident. Once the hot corner at third base, your honeymoon. Yeah. Once, once Mm -hmm. a foul ball off the eyeball. Oh, and once uh, hit a rock right at uh, first base off a throw right into my eye. I stepped in a nail on a nail once trying to move away from Black Widow at a friend's house. Yeah, that's happened. Went through my vans yeah. off the wall and into your hand. <laughs> um, yeah, oh. and then I've been pretty. Uh, the other night I hit my ankle on the, uh, the bed frame that I've hit my ankle on every night for three years. Yeah. That's probably just stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Kyle Houston at Silver Scholar 4 said, Do people in Pittsburgh love or hate Tony Dorsett? Do they have mixed feelings? Because obviously he played at Pitt before playing for the Cowboys. Uh, Tony Dorsett is loved in Pittsburgh. Dan Marino is loved in Pittsburgh. It doesn't matter. They didn't play for the Steelers. They brought national championships to the university of Pittsburgh and they're both from Pittsburgh. So once you're from Pittsburgh, you're always from Pittsburgh. Gotcha. Uh, that's a good, here's another funny question. Is anyone at Collider secretly ripped? Like who has the low key, most jacked muscles? I say, well, Coy, but it's, it's, People can tell. I mean, you're you're beefy, good. On a good day, I am more buff than people think I am. Yeah. But on a good day, currently not on that. Dagnino, people can tell. Dagnino's he, pretty. He pretty wears ripped. his little yeah. halter tops. He, yeah. He um, Roca at one point was pretty good shape. Yeah. Yeah. He's not in bad shape now. He's just yeah. Um, 
Ellis, look, Ellis works out every day. Just look at his Instagram feed. Yeah. But Ellis isn't ripped. No. It's the beer. It's the beer. But he's in good shape. Yeah. We all remember Fat Ellis. Uh, speaking of Fat Ellis, mm-hmm. this is from Brandon Smith at Mini Smitty. Rank your top five fast food restaurants Ooh. must have a drive-thru. Is In-N-Out count as fast food? Yeah, it's a drive-thru. Okay. Oh, that does have a drive-thru. Okay. Pretty much the whole model is based around it. Yeah. All right, uh, so that's on your list? Uh, yes, In-N-Out is on my list. Okay. So it would go, number one is McDonald's, hands okay. down. Okay. Then number two, In-N-Out. Number three is Wendy's. Okay. Number four is Chick-fil-A. Okay. And number five is when the drive-thru still existed. Well, it still does. At Taco Bell. Number five is Taco Bell. Number one, Del Taco. Okay. Two, um, I'm going to say Carl's Jr. Three, McDonald's. I just need to be close to home. Okay. Um, <laughs> four, four, there is a drive-thru Baskin-Robbins in Burbank. What? Yeah. It's a oh, corporate training no. center, and so you can order ice cream as a drive-thru. And number five, number five, number five, number five. Um, I guess Chili's doesn't count with their to-go parking lot. Um, oh, Jack in the Box. I do love Jack in the I Box. I do like a good Jack in the I Box. Love, I love that would have been in six. I could probably move Taco Bell up, mm. but here's the thing with Taco Bell is I'd much rather sit in the restaurant then go through the drive-thru. Interesting. But I, I mean, there's so much variety. Interesting. But I think I need to really be, nah. Oh, I mean, here's the thing. In, in my top five, you can't go wrong. I'm always right. in the mood for any of them. Right, right. Okay. Uh, what do you got? Um, next question coming down the pipeline is uh, from Connor. If you could only pick three drinks for the rest of your life, what would it be? Are we talking alcoholic or drinks like any liquid? I say any liquid. Okay. Unsweetened iced tea. That's kind of solid. Jack Daniels. Okay. Water. I'm going to go apple juice. Okay. Um, give me a, uh, V8 hydrate orange grapefruit juice drink that I really, you're so friggin' bougie. Really, really. I order it by 24 counts and we la- it lasts about four days. Okay. Um, then I'll go. It seems stupid. Water with lemon. Water with lemon. Quite no, enjoy it. I like a good water with lemon. Yep. I like unsweetened iced tea with lemon, obviously, yeah. too. Arnold Palmer's close in that list. You do like your Arnold Palmer's. Yeah. Uh, so Jonathan Donsell just says, amazing. Um, okay, Tyler at Trotty Street Tie mm-hmm. says, how do you like your beefs? Dipped, dry, soaked, Ooh. peppers, hot or sweet, giardinia, cheese, mozzarella, or provolone? Tell me your beef preferences. Thank you. I'll tell you about my beef preferences. <laughs> I just had, I was at my, uh, one of my favorite restaurants in my hometown, uh, which is uh, Rooster Creek in, in the Aurora Grande Village, uh, tri-tip dip sandwich. <sighs> Santa Maria style tri-tip dipped, a little ajis, yeah. little ajis. Um, as far as like steaks, uh, you know, whatever, give me whatever. Just, I like it a little medium. Well, I like it on the cook side, not the raw side. John I, I know I get in trouble for that, but uh, that's why I like it. John and Deb come into town this weekend. First restaurant we always go to is Musso and Frank. They love God it. There. Bless you. Um, I go, I'm a plain beef guy. I like Philippe's. Uh, so I oh, like Philippe's. So good. I like a real soft bun, small. Yeah. I like the, the beef really chopped up fine, yeah, fine chop. I like a lot of the al jus, oh. and I like a nice spicy mustard. No cheese. Don't mess with. Don't yeah. just give me. Just give me spicy mustard. Go to Philippe's. Then, yeah. Oh, Philippe's is incredible. I think Ellis would go to Philippe's. Yeah, I think he actually like Philippe's. I really oh, do. So good. Yeah. It's near downtown LA, near Olivera Street, close to Dodger Stadium. Yeah. You go there. Cash Olivera, only. Alvarado. Alvera Street. Alvarado. No, I'm talking about Alvera Street. Is that where it is? That's no, that's the the, the first street in Los Angeles, like oh. the like the thing. Okay, my bad. Racist. My bad. Sorry. Um. 
Oh, and steak wise, give me medium rare. You like the bone in ribeye. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes. Go for it. Uh, you know, you're next. Ash Dagra says, weirdest thing you've seen while visiting a country other than the U.S. Well, I don't have that answer. I've never been outside the U.S. Really? Yeah. Not Canada? Nope. Not Mexico, yeah. not Canada. Interesting. I uh, am a, uh, I'm afraid of leaving our walls. I felt like the, when I was really high and drunk, the red light districts in Amsterdam was very uncomfortable. That's interesting. Uh, it was, it was weird to me to see men like all hanging around looking at women yeah. in windows and then just going in knowing yeah. full well what they were doing. I didn't partake. I, I felt very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't exactly say that was weird. The weirdest thing I saw was people bathing in a fountain in Italy and then drinking the water. I don't know about that. That's, that's, <laughs> but it, it was, it was more like they were just dipping their feet in it. They were all standing around it and then like putting their hand down there and then it's like taking sips of the water. I was wow. like, guys, that's not good. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's good stuff. Uh, would you rather fight? This is from at Joshua Vedrine. Would you rather fight 30 duck-sized horses <laughs> or a horse-sized duck? I'm going horse-sized duck because I just want to see that. Probably really uh, scary. You and I are on the same page, Ken. Horses could still kick. Ducks are fierce. The bite's hard. Yeah. But they kind of just want to be left alone. Yeah. Geese would be the problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great question. All right. Final one on Twitter, I think. Uh-huh. And then we can go to the Discord. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how would your enemies describe you? This comes from Old Ben Kenobi. Uh, old Ben Kenobi. How would my enemies describe me? Um, shill. They always, that's comes up with the star Wars thing. That's <laughs> popular now as we start Jedi council this week. Uh-huh. Uh, Congratulations, by the way. It's thank incredible, you, thank man. You. We're doing Ace and Emma. Ace and Emma and a lot, uh, a lot of other people coming Can't wait in to see it, man. Uh, when you're back and ready, we'll bring the, Ooh, it's I told questions. you, I told you the guy from uh, Delray. Uh, he's like in charge of all yeah. the Star Wars books for Delray. Wrote yeah. me and he's like, dude, you've got to bring Makuka back every week. <laughs> that was really funny. And uh, we're going to, I said, don't worry, we're going to do that. Um, Josh Makuga knows nothing. Dun, 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 dun. What, how would my enemies describe um, me? I got I, one word for you. Yeah. Scared. <laughs> I get, because um, there's like a Star Wars podcast that hates me. Really? They don't hate me. That's strong. They don't understand me. They don't know me. And so I've had some mutual friends tell me that they consider me arrogant, Hollywood, really? and that I wouldn't allow you them. You are wearing pink and leopard yeah, shoes. that I wouldn't right. allow them at the table. Whoa. I think you'd allow anybody at the table. They, it's the least from the truth. Yeah. But the problem is they're not one of these angry podcasts. Uh, they are actually a very positive Star Wars loving podcast that... They're not in LA, uh, so they're they aren't in the entertainment industry. Got it, got it. Got and it, got it. they've I, I receive weekly tweets okay. or texts from my friends who know them who are like, oh yeah, they, they hit you. Yeah. So that's sad. That's I see. I met them in Chicago. It was uh, really really nice to them. And they were not nice but back to you. I didn't. No, no, they were fine. Yeah. But then suddenly you find out. Yeah. Yeah. When people hold a mirror up to themselves. Somehow you get accused of holding the mirror. Yeah. That's what I think uh, is going on. Yeah. Other than I, that, I don't know. You know, uh, we, my buddy, Rob Lindo, who you know well. Rob's great. Um, Kate was in town this Friday while we went out. And okay. we, had a, we had a great night. We stopped by the Dime, which I haven't been to in a long, long time. Dime. On Fairfax. You know, the bar on Fairfax. Gotcha. Um, yes. And so we walked in and it was, mm. uh, you know, I mean, it was a mostly black crowd in there yeah. and the music was pretty, I mean, it was, it was, you know, very aggressive hip hop, which makes me feel uncomfortable because they, they say the N word so much. That's and for so me to like bop my head along to that, you yeah. know, I walk in, I got my, I got my jeans on and my sneakers and like a sweatshirt on, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And I was, I'm so, I'm so nice to everybody all the time. Right. Yeah. And I, and I, I just don't want, like when I hear people talking about like racism and all this stuff, I just want people to know that 
Like, I don't, I don't want anybody to be racist against white people. And I don't want white people to be racist against anybody. I don't want, it like, seems like a fair ass, right? Like I don't, I just don't see. And I know when people are like, you don't see color. I was like, no, I would never say that. I see color and I would never like right, put right. it across. It's dismissive. Team. I don't see That's, color. means yeah. why you don't see the problems they, that others face. Correct. Gotcha, correct. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm just trying to be the best person I can be and be welcoming to everybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there was this guy at the count at the bar and he was with two girls and I was talking to the two girls. They were very yeah. lovely. And Rob and I were laughing with them and he was kind of giving me the stink eye and I was trying to talk to him and I knew, knew they were, I'm dude, I have a wedding ring on. I'm, I'm not yeah. threatening at all. And we were laughing and I was like, you guys want to do a shot? And they were like, Oh yeah, we'd love to do a shot. I was like, man, you want to do a shot? And he was like, man, fuck you. And I was like, okay. So clearly this guy either doesn't like me or just doesn't like white people. Yeah, yeah. And Rob, okay. who's, you know, his dad was black. His mom is white. He was like, he's like, dude, you just got to understand. There's a lot of black people that just do not like white yeah, people yeah, at all. Like okay. It doesn't matter if you're being nice to them or anything like that. They either think you're being right. fake nice to them or you're just a bad dude. Right. You're just not a good, you're just, you're white. You're a white guy and you're the problem. And that's it. I was like, all right. And that's like, I, when I think of people that look at me and they're like, ah, oh, just another white guy. I don't want that thing. And if my, sure. if, if when you say like enemies or like you said, yeah, they, yeah. they don't like you cause they don't know. They you. don't know you. You yeah. know, they don't know you. They don't know you. I'll never forget Arizona. Yeah. And you swimming over that hot tub, with the two couples in there two yeah. uh, four African-American folks in there. And you just said, Hey, with the three white guys here, how come we're, we're in a hot tub, you're in a hot tub. We don't like this. Yeah. And next, thing you know, we had two hour conversation with them. They were the best. The time. It was oh, great. Great. Great stuff. All right. All right. Um, Discord cues, or should we hit calls? Yeah, well, we got some calls, but we got a couple of Discord questions for yeah. the Napsock Files, Ken Napsock, Patreon-related Discord server. Okay. Uh, Pete Rich says, I left the voice matches last night. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, Scribble, I recorded something nice for Joshy, but I do have questions, though. I'm sure you guys have been keeping up with truffle pumpers, wondering oh, yeah. what you think the direction the show will be taking next season. They're taking the story back to the 1800s to explore the great Californian truffle rush. It sounds like they're going to tell much of this season from the perspective of the Chinese immigrants who did the actual truffle pumping, partly based on the Ken Burns documentary, Big Truffle in Little China. Curious to hear your take on it. Big Truffle Little China. Uh, it's a great doc for me. I mean, un yeah. incredible doc. Uh, Kind of what put Ken Burns on the map. Then he, yeah. you know, then he left the Truffle Arena and uh, went mm -hmm. to baseball. Uh, mm -hmm. I I loved season four, and I think them going to the California Truffle Rush mm -hmm. um, is 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 awesome because it's risky, it, but it's it, awesome. It's risky, but I think we're going to get a lot of crossover. And mm -hmm. you know, supposedly after the success of the downtown Downton Abbey movie, yes, that we're going to yeah. finally get that Truffle Pumper Downton Abbey movie. We'll get the the, the European Truffle Pumpers movie, but yeah. I think the fact that uh, they go back in time a little bit here. Well, there's always that there was that character on Truffle Pumpers that always talked about my time out west yeah and i think that's going to lead to a little bit more here as far as uh, played by i believe barry pepper right barry pepper and, yeah. and and i think from the perspective of the chinese immigrants it's a very it's a needed story it's very yeah. interesting you can get into issues with the building of the railroad totally. um uh you know i've seen some of the, the deadwood stuff dealt with some of the what the yeah. um early trufflers uh, yeah what uh what uh what the what happened out there the bad things um so i i'm really excited but i think it's a big risk it is well because you're introducing a whole new set of characters i, I think the only person coming over mm -hmm. is uh um i'm thinking barry pepper but you, you you say that it could be another person yeah well yeah but then you figure there's probably only one person coming over from england to really get the truffle pumping underway because right. you know it's the everybody knows that the california truffle and the american truffle business in general is a very different way of hunting the truffle yeah, and, and, very, and pumping the truffle very different how they went about to, yeah. to pump the truffle yeah. truffles indeed there. yeah but that's that's uh looking forward to that absolutely and, and the fact that the show is moving this year to apple tv i know Great big move, move for really it nice. there. So really Scribbler, thanks, thanks, thanks for that yep. there. Um, 
Chad B says, uh, hey, Josh, so excited for you to get this chance on this show. No one knows what you're doing. It's fun. Uh, I had felt like maybe you peaked with the happy, happy hour shows one episode, but getting this new gig, traveling all around the country's most haunted places that <laughs> have an adjacent Denny's diner nearby seems even better fit for you. It's true. It's true. I'm curious, though. Are the producers aware of the night terrors, the yacht rock addiction, the unexplainable need to jump off all things in water, plus your rider demanding sketchbooks and pencils for constant inspirational horseman drawing? I'm not confident they will understand or accept those papers like Ken does. Add to the fact that your wife will probably scoop the co-host spot away from you. If wow. you leave, you should probably just, you know, maybe just quit. Man. If you disagree, feel free not to reach out to me on the Alone app. <laughs> That's this Chad. is the most backhandedly hilarious <laughs> comment I've ever yeah, got. Chad What's this great. guy's name? Chad. Chad, Chad. Benefield. He runs the, he in part runs the last uh, Star Wars fan group oh, on man. YouTube. It's fantastic. Uh, great Way cat. to go, Chad. Hell great, of a question. Great cat. All, all, all answers to questions. Yes, yes. Maybe. Yes, maybe. Yes, yeah. yes. And okay. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, some calls. Okay. Oh, the music's oh. playing. It's fine. Oh, we're in Robbie Dupree still. What's happening? This is a Robbie Dupree we song. We both tried. Yeah. We both tried. I don't know the lyrics. It's, I think it's only it's, it's only instrumental. Really? Yeah. What can nope. you do when <laughs> love decides to pay? You know when, when vocals are coming in? Because it goes like... Dun, dun, All right. We We got calls. Oh, let's start with this one. It's related to uh, one of our previous questions. Okay. For Pete. 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 Hey, Josh and Ken. It's Pete Rich calling in from Canton, Ohio. Just wanted to say congratulations to Josh for booking the show. And I was wondering, uh, I know you aren't able to tell us what the show is, but could it possibly be Truffle Pumpers (laughs) or... Jessica Flash and the Green Bulb. <laughs> I don't know. Just a theory, but I think I might be right. All right, I, thanks, guys. I think uh, I think you might be onto something yeah. though with the uh, Jessica Flash and the Green Bulb. Well, we know now with HBO Max that Jessica Flash and the Green Bulb are moving over there, but yeah, be part of the streaming wars. Second Life. Uh, but I, I I know that I have a non compete uh, because mm. of my my work on yeah. uh, the the original Jessica Flash show. Right. Yeah, and, no, not, not a lot of people know you played uh, Robber number three. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. In season four, episode three, uh, yeah. three, four, and five, because it was a, was a three-story arc, three-episode arc, right. uh, my superhero, my superpower in the show was literally just being able to disappear in plain sight, right. uh, which is you know kind of what my dating life was like between like 2006 mm. and 2006. Uh, Truffle Pumpers, my British accent was denied in the audition room. Yeah, that, that was a problem. You know, They uh, listened to the show. Yes, I did not know the proper uh, linguistical approach to the truffle pumper accents. I like to pump them truffles. Hey, baby, truffle pumpers. Please leave, sir. <laughs> Don't get off the lot. What's your guess on the show, even though you know it? <laughs> um, my show is uh, the, the, you've been added to um, a show that is uh, an amateur boxing company, and it's <laughs> and, it, and it's a little docu series about a man running a underground fight club. I thought you were going to, you're going to take the twist of like, he's the greatest maker of cardboard this Maybe. side of the Mississippi. And Maybe. And you, and you, you know, it's a good advertisement for our friends at DMB boxing. That's Get true. The gloves going there. That's true. That's true. All right. We got a lot of calls. Let's go to this one here from Eddie Black. Hey guys. First time, long time here. Eddie's from North Carolina. Eddie from North Carolina. Uh, I just wanted to shout out John Reese or Reese from last week. He brought up Whataburger and in and out and I took my first trip to Texas last week nice. and tried both of them at the same time. And I'd just like to uh, state that In-N-Out is trash, 
Man. The Whataburger is 10 times, 15 times, 1,000 times better. Wow. Um, so, I mean, I got to get Texas to Texas and give it a shot. I got to get yeah. to Whataburger. We gotta do, I got to tell you, I don't, I don't mean to be uh, does, does, hyperbo- I didn't know hyperbolic, but I want to marry Eddie. <laughs> He sounds he so smooth. He does have a really sounds silky sexy, voice. Yeah. And he knows hamburgers. Yeah. Better Eddie, believe it. sign up over here, all yeah. right? Yeah, we should do an afternoon's trip to Texas. I didn't know. Well, yeah, we, afternoon's con uh, two. Yeah. We'll probably be in Texas. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, I didn't know they had In-N-Out in Texas. I think it's moved into that region. Interesting. Well, they got beef. They got cattle. They got cattle. Uh, where'd my page go? All right, we got Matt calling back. Matt. Hey, what's up, y'all? Love the show as always. I was just curious. A lot of people will say, you know, oh, what would you choose as your last meal? Mm-hmm. But I was wondering, what would you choose as your last drunk at 2 a.m. meal? Oh. Uh, mine is actually one in the same pork chop and eggs dinner at Waffle House. That's a great Obviously, choice. egg scrambled cheese, hash brown, scatter cover, and chunk. Obviously. But yeah. curious what y'all's would be. Mm-hmm. Um, also, another funny Uber story. I once picked up a woman who did not speak any English, mm. not realized she had put in the wrong address. Oh, no. And so she started literally kicking and screaming and freaking out. So I finally pulled into a parking lot and she got out and started yelling, kidnap, kidnap, kidnap. <laughs> and I drove off so fast the back door literally shut by itself. So I might have a bench warrant, but anyway, later. <laughs> That's great. That's pretty Mac is awesome. Kidnap! Um, kidnap! All right, uh, two more calls here. Wait, wait, what's your drunk meal, though? Oh, oh yeah, my drink. He's asking questions. Um, it's an omelet. Uh, it would be like a pizza omelet. Okay. They have it at yeah. Coral Cafe here okay. nearby. It's a pizza on an omelet. Oh, my God. That sounds incredible. Divine. Okay. Yeah. So uh, this is really hard for me. Um, yeah. there, was this, there was this place in Pennsylvania at Penn State. It was called DP Doe. Okay. okay. And they made like, dough. dough and they had 50 different kinds of calzones mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you had everything from breakfast calzones to b- a Buffalo chicken calzone to like your regular Italian kind of calzones. And these calzones were unbelievably good and they were all five ninety nine. Love calzones. Right. Yeah. Uh, I would always order those things drunk and I would, and, and near the end there, I was like passing out before the DP dough guy could get there and they nice. blacklisted me because like, he kept showing up and I wasn't able to go and pick up the DP dough. This is, this is it's a travesty. Travesty. Uh, but I think my ultimate drunk food is Permani Brothers sandwiches in Pittsburgh. That sounds great. Uh, you know, French fries, meat, coleslaw on bread, all the French fries, all Love the cheese that. fries you can get. Dip it in ketchup and hot sauce. Get yourself like, uh, you know, a nice cold Sprite or something, a fountain yeah. soda. Really just, in, I mean, the sandwiches are so big, Ken. They're incredible. Oh, man. Yeah. Love sandwiches. Yeah. Two calls left here. Okay. Hey, Josh. Hey, Ken. This is Jeff Saunders, a.k.a. Scribbler, a.k.a. the Hillbilly Scribs. (laughs) And I'll keep this pretty short and sweet. I just wanted to take a moment and tell you guys I really appreciate everything you do. Uh, You guys definitely help me make it through my work commute each week. And uh, for that, I thank you. And I just wanted to say, Josh, good luck uh, with your new endeavor. And whatever show you're doing, whatever channel you're on, whatever streaming, whatever you're on, it's always the afternoons. <laughs> that was well, very sincere. Yes. Jeff Saunders is a great cat. Jeff Saunders met awesome. him, uh, AKA, met him in Houston. A.K.A. Scribbler, A.K.A. Hillbilly Scribbs. Hillbilly Scribbs. That's his uh, movie trivia face-off 
persona. Oh, I love that. He's great. That's great. Yeah, we appreciate all the all the folks that we've uh, connected with here, uh, and, and we we appreciate that. Final message from John Mariano. Oh, why? Hey, Josh and Ken, John Mariano here, longtime caller, first time listener. <laughs> I um, was thinking about our childhood. Um, I, we're all roughly the same age, and thinking about old TV shows. And for whatever reason, I was thinking about Manimal, where a man could turn into any animal he wanted. And the cartoon Turbo Teen, Mm -hmm. where a a boy was meshed with his Ferrari (laughs) and could turn into a Ferrari. (laughs) If you could turn into anything on this planet, what would it be? I'm going to uh, continue listening to the show. You guys are awesome, and I'm looking forward to the... Ken and Amanda happy hour <laughs> as soon as uh, Josh leaves for his trip. Mm. G- good luck on the show, and I'll be watching. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, John. That, that's great. Um, that's <laughs> great. John's great. You can, John just sounds like he's walking down through Times Square. I know. Going to get a slice uh-huh. to meet a friend for a beer. Yeah. I love yeah. John. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, what do you think? <sighs> I don't know. You go. Um, what was the question? <laughs> I forget. I, I got so, I thought you remembered. I got so enamored by John's voice. I was, I like blacked out kind of. What did he say? That like, was like ASMR. I mean, he, that he was like ASMR. He just ASMR'd us. He just ASMR'd Hey, Josh. Oh. A boy was meshed with his... Oh, your favorite old shows, Manimal. What car, if you could turn into anything, <laughs> oh, yeah. what would it be into? <laughs> you could turn into anything. Uh, probably a koala bear, because they literally just get high all day on eucalyptus and chill the <laughs> F out. Or a turtle, because you just, you've got a hard exterior yeah. shell, you just live in your house, yeah. and you can just walk slow and nobody messes with you. Uh, maybe a waterbed? <laughs> a waterbed? Um, uh, maybe um, like a... Sidecar, a motorcycle, because you get the experience, but you don't have to do any of the work. Um, <laughs> I can't believe we both forgot the we question. We did. We both forgot the question. John is so mesmerizing. He really I'm is. I'm listening to his voice, and he we've really met John. Is. We met him in Schmodown, uh, New, New York. York. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the whole time, I'm just like, I could listen to John read anything in the world, and I'd probably fall asleep in the best way possible. His, I mean, his daughter is must just fall asleep. Like, awesome. oh yeah, taking nothing away from John's passion or anything like that. He just has one he of those voices. Like, Girls, I'll sit down. I'm going to talk to you about the schmodown. Long time caller, first time listener. He's, I mean, the best. Great. That's, that's great, the best. John Mariano. What a legend. Love you, Dad. Uh, we love you all. Thanks for uh, participating in yes. what was supposed to be a pre-tape show, but it's actually <laughs> this week's show. The post-tape. It's um, a full. It's a full ninety minutes. I think we it's a did. it's a long episode, but yeah. hey, worthy worthy send off for uh, Mr. Josh McGugga. Well, yeah, Thank we you, can't sir. tell you what Josh is doing. Um, but it's suffice to say, it is awesome, and it's Thanks, not buddy. just a um, it's not just a risk. Like this is a thing yeah. that happened. This is a thing. So Josh and I, you know, Josh, we started this show because both of us got laid off. We did, and we were like, "What do we do?" Yeah, and uh, we were like, "Let's create a radio show or something." And it hasn't gone to radio yet, but uh, it could one day. Yeah, uh, and this kind of evolved. The community came up around, and look, we're we're both in different spots when we started this show. Seventy nine episodes, man. Yeah. I mean, this is not the end. I yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing a say good. I'm not anything. demanding a tribute no. video or anything. Uh, like that. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, this has been the best, man. Yeah. I mean, this has been the, one of the, if not the most fun uh, things I've done in my career each yeah. week. I look very much look forward Absolutely. to being here with you and uh, and just mm-hmm. talking. And, and the fans, 
that listen uh, are amazing. I know you guys are going to love Amanda uh, co-hosting the show with Ken yeah. and getting a little female touch in my absence. <laughs> and uh, I can't wait to actually tell all of you what this show is when we're finally able to announce it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, to those I, people that wanted, I, I did take a picture of a horse mane that I just drew. You just drew and you're going to put that up. Um, yeah, he was really into Yeah, I, I can't wait for you to announce this. This is yeah. really... It's really cool. It's really hard. Yeah. I, I had I had written the book and the book was coming out and I had to keep that secret for like six months. I know. Uh, and this, you've got to keep it just long. And it's so cool. And again, this isn't just something like, well, let's see if this works. It has already worked. Yeah. And more great things are going to come because of it. So thanks, buddy. Man, can't wait. Josh, you're the best. Afternoons fans, you're the best. Yes. Thank you, guys. We're out of here next week. It begins the Josh crossed out Amanda in his place. Uh, afternoons with uh, Josh and Ken. Amanda and Ken. Maybe Brian Ward could do a logo. Yeah. Can we get Brian Ward to do a logo with like a crossed out Josh, like with some yeah. spray paint? Yeah. And then Amanda's name written across it. I love it. it. I, I love think it. that'd be great. Uh, that's it. It's the afternoon. It's a look at a serious world. Doesn't matter when you listen, Ken. It's always the afternoon. And we'll see you soon. And we'll see you tomorrow night.